Hello, everyone. Coming up this week, we're going to talk about the best Walt Disney World restaurants for locals on this week's episode of the Moving to Orlando Show. Hey, folks, welcome to the show. Coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined this week by our producer, Mr. Corey Fiascanaro. Welcome. And don't cut yet. Don't cut yet. We got to do the reveal. For the first time from um, the almost completed new set here in the studio, uh, or uh, moving to Orlando realtor and co-owner, Mr. Sean Falk. Hi. And uh, we'll stay on Sean's shot for a second. Um, we have decided, uh, it was Sean's idea to do a living room, right? That something like a living room would be really cool. And then I had the idea to do something, I, I think I had said, to you that uh, I was going to like kind of hint at mid-century, yeah. something mid-century. And Sean said to me, you can cut back to me. Um, Sean uh, Sean said to me um, uh, that don't hint at it. Go, go mid-century, go 60s. So we go back to his shot. You'll see um, we've got that Progress Land 1964 World's Fair poster back there. Uh, guy on Etsy. Uh, makes these great uh, lampshades mm -hmm. for that. Um, that great orange chair um, on overstock.com. And uh, the wallpaper is also from Etsy. And then that clock behind Sean's head is actually from uh, uh, the co-op over at Disney Springs. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's more to that set that you'll see in the coming weeks. Um, right now we're... Uh, just waiting on the new microphones so that we don't have to use the stick mics. That's mm -hmm. why I'm not over there. But uh, there will be shows where we'll do them entirely in that set. So really excited about it. Great idea, Sean. Um, so, all right. Let's, um, before we get into our show topic, if you are interested in learning more about moving to the Orlando area or would like to speak to one of our realtors, you can go ahead and reach out to us. Uh, movingtoorlando.com is our website. Uh, admin, A-D-M-I-N, at movingtoorlando.com. Or you can email Sean directly. Sean, S-E-A-N, at movingtoorlando.com. So um, we wanted to um, talk about the best restaurants, the best Disney World restaurants for locals, kind of a different take on what we've normally talk about whenever we talk about dining. And there were some things like for me in putting my list together that um, I wanted to make sure I stuck with. First, they should be easy to get to. Not all Disney re restaurants are created equally. Some of them are a pain in the neck to get to. Um, so especially if they're inside a theme park. Yeah. So on my list anyway, there are no in-theme park restaurants. Um, should be a good option if, you have, if you're entertaining guests. One of the things every person who moves to Orlando finds out very quickly, all of a sudden everyone's your friend and everyone wants to come visit and stay with you. So you end up with a lot more house guests than you would normally. And uh, sometimes it's nice to, you know, Take them out to dinner or have them take you out to dinner for giving them a free room. Um, the restaurant should be a good restaurant, right? Um, 
but uh, also probably one of the best perks right now. We don't know if it's going to be around much longer, but right now, one of the best perks about uh, being a local, an Orlando local, is Tables in Wonderland, uh, which is Disney's discount program for dining. Um, you can get it if you are an annual pass holder or if you are an, an Orlando local. And there's some rumors that it's going away, but it's we don't that hasn't been confirmed. But you get 20% off food and alcohol at Disney-owned restaurants and some third-party restaurants. So <clears throat> now, Sean, let's start with your uh, your restaurants. Like what? What are your local go-tos? Um, yeah, I, I kind of wanted to pick things um, like Pete had said uh, that were close close by easy to get to um my my thought also was uh where would i go differently than i would on vacation um there's always been certain restaurants that vacation wise i either didn't know existed or i just would have never went to them period in that way and so one of mine is going to be hoopty doo musical review that's uh, over at fort wilderness lodge but i never or the fort wilderness campgrounds but i never would have went there on vacation it would have taken two too long to go from a park to get there it's you know it's something you kind of want to dress a little bit up for and not really wear your park clothes so i always get dressed for it i go and once you park over at the campgrounds you have to take the bus over to the actual uh pioneer hall area and you're there for a couple of hours between getting there you know just to check in and then doing the show, getting back to the parks, it would eat out like three, three hours out of your day, possibly maybe even four getting there and doing it. So very local. See, and I thought about, I thought about hoop to do, but I've always found that to be a hassle, right? Mm -hmm. Cause you got to park at Fort wilderness. Mm -hmm. um, and then you got to get on the bus and you got to take the bus back. And cause you can't just drive to the restaurant. I'm mm -hmm. lazy. I want, you know, if they could bring the they food to my car, that would be great. Right. Um, yeah. For me, I'm like, it's that is my night. Like, it's a thing I'm doing with my night. Like, I can go to Hoopty Doo, get done, and then go over to Disney Springs. Like, that's kind of the the route I want to take. But it, for my family, when we were on vacation, we only ever did like four days or five days at the most. So we didn't have the extra time to go do something like that. Doing a sit down in the park was a time waster for like my mom like she was like hey i want to be in line for rides i don't want to be waiting for food so going there would have been a non-starter for us so when i think about you know because i'm like okay when i have guests in town where do i take them mm -hmm. um one of the first places i go honestly is citrico's mm -hmm. over at the grand floridian again uh, if you have tables in wonderland and you're eating at the resort valet parking is free um, and again, I hope I'm not dating this video mm. uh, too much by talking about Tables in Wonderland. But uh, as of this moment, it's still a thing. So mm. I'm praying they keep it. Um, so, you know, you, you drive to the Grand, you have your reservation, your valet park, you walk inside, you go have what a very good meal, very mm. consistent, very consistently good at Citrico's. Take your receipt, show it to the valet, tip the valet, and you're off. Um, and it's and I've, I've taken a lot of uh, taken a lot of guests there and over at the Wave. Yep. You know, you knew there was not going to be a discussion about restaurants 
with me and not talk, not mention the wave, uh, the wave, unbelievable over the contemporary, same thing, mm-hmm. same thing that you can valet park and not pay for it. And that's just very, very convenient. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, even over there, I mean, my number, my number one of everything that I always take people to is California grill. Um, that's where I take guests. That's where I go with my local friends. Um, we, if we want to do something like really cool or really special, that's a special occasion stuff. We go to California grill back when they were doing fireworks and hopefully they will be again soon. It's awesome to get to see the fireworks. And when you live here, it's your time is less constrained. You don't need to, you know, go at seven o'clock cause that's all that's available. You could just pick a different day that has time availability at the time of the fireworks. So if you want to get a table right by the window, show up early. I've done it where I've gotten there, you know, 45 minutes to an hour before my my dinner start time. And I let them know, hey, we want a table right by the window. We're willing to wait. And so, because I don't have anything else going on, so because I live here. So it's, uh, if you're willing to wait on it, you get to sit right by the window so you don't have to get up and go on the balcony, watch the fireworks right from there. To me, that's something I would do as a local, whereas if I was uh, you know, on vacation, I would need to get in at the time it was available because my days are set. Um, all right. What other restaurants are, uh, you say California Grill? Yeah. Um, California Grill, um, Sanaa is another one over at Kadani Village of uh, um, – <laughs> Animal Kingdom Lodge. I chose that one because it's a little different when you actually move here. For like the first nine weeks, probably of moving here, every free moment you have, you go to the parks. And that's just, you're always in the parks all the time. But then it kind of starts slowing down a little bit where you don't go as often or you don't go as long. You don't need to be there from open to close because you've done it and you can pop in and do things. And for me, I have taken people... (laughs) who wanted to go to the animal kingdom park and do just a bit of their day. They want to do the safari. They want to do flight of passage. A lot of people want to come and just do the Pandora stuff and maybe ride Everest, but they don't need to do too much beyond that. And it's so easy to just pop out because you have your car. You can just drive over to Sanaa and have a really great meal. And I also think that Sanaa is something that's so distinct to certain palates that you don't, Usually when you travel, you're coming with such a big group and it's hard to coordinate with everyone. So you end up with more basic foods. See, so, but I remember the first time you ate at Sanaa mm-hmm. and you were concerned because you're like, I'm yeah. not, I'm, you know, not an Indian food or, Mar- right. you know, Mediterranean or not Mediterranean, but like African cuisine and all that. Right. And you were looking at the menu like, I don't think I'm going to like this. By the end of that meal, mm-hmm. you were like, this was fantastic. Yeah. And that's become one of your one of your favorites. Now, for me, I love Sanaa. Sanaa's a great restaurant. The only reason it's not on my list is because from where I live, Sanaa is literally the furthest point on earth I can drive to. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like a forty five minute drive for me. So, again, you know, in general, I live just outside of downtown. So, depending on traffic, thirty to forty minutes isn't unusual for me. Um, and Sanaa's forty five minutes. With absolutely no traffic. With traffic, it's over an hour. So, like, that's just kind of a hassle. Mm-hmm. So, Animal Kingdom Lodge in general, even though I love the restaurants, mm-hmm. restaurants there, especially Boma, that's why they're not on my list. Just because for me as a local where I live, 
That's uh, but the food is unbelievable. And if you live in Osceola County or in uh, mm-hmm. areas closer to Disney World, that's very convenient to share. Yeah, de- definitely Four Corners. If you're going to Davenport, even the south part of Claremont, Kissimmee Celebration on that side, it's really quick. To and Sherbeth Road runs right there, right past the uh, yeah, right, right, right past Animal Kingdom. Exactly. Lodge. Yeah. So, all right. Um, another one of mine that I take guests to. Re, you know, okay, pre-COVID recently um, was Kona Cafe over at the uh, over at the Polynesian. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you've heard if you watch our other dining shows, you've heard me talk about Kona Cafe has kind of gotten really good, then gotten really bad. It's back on one of its upswings. Um, and especially for breakfast, it's incredibly good for breakfast. Um, and dinners have been, the dinners I've had have been very good. Um, I prefer it over, uh, Ohana at the Polynesian because Ohana is basically a food race. Yeah. The way they push, force you through that meal. Um, so oftentimes Kona Cafe will be. One of my one of my go tos. Yeah, and that's. I mean, I'm definitely. I've talked about it on our other shows before. I'm not a Kona Cafe fan. I don't. I like the food fine. I don't like the location. I don't want to eat in the lobby of the hotel. Like, I just think it's really weird. There's no walls or anything. Like, I just. I don't care for that atmosphere. It feels really. There are walls. I mean, there's like a wall on the back and one on the side, but I feel like I'm literally eating almost like at the airport or something. Like when you're just out in the open and yeah, I know what everyone you mean. and I just, I'm, I've never, never cared for me. it, but um, yeah, I, uh, one that I had chosen that was um, uh, kind of a strategy one. If you're going into a park that day is uh tr- I say Trattoria Al Forno. I know you say it's Trattoria Al Forno. I don't, I've never actually gotten word on what the name of it is. Um, So for breakfast, um, I think that it's a great character dining meal that tends to be a lot easier to get into than other places. And it is also an option if you're not going, if you want to, if you have people in town that you want to maybe even if they're not going in the parks and they want to meet some princesses or whatever, you could take them over to the boardwalk, do that and meet Ariel, Eric, uh, Rapunzel and Flynn Rider. And I love my breakfast there. I've had breakfast there several times and I've always enjoyed it. I've always thought it was really good. And it gives you really quick access to get into the back of world showcase after. So for me, I don't ever get to Epcot whenever it opens just because the only area that's open is the front of the park. So rides like, you know, the Finding Nemo ride is I've had it up to 30 to 45 minutes because that's the only places there are for people to go when the park opens. Whereas once World Showcase opens, everything up there goes down to five minute waits, except for like Soren and Test Track. So it's uh, for me. I'd rather go eat in the boardwalk, get there around 10 o'clock, let World Showcase open at 11, and then pop in through the back, and that's just a lot easier. Plus, you're parked at the boardwalk. You could just leave your car there for the day and then get back out, and you're done. So it, it's a lot easier in my perspective to to do that, and it's cool to get to have a character meal too. Fiasco, what about you? Yeah, so to echo what you said a little bit, uh, well, I have two. So I have two that whenever I have guests staying with me, I always bring them to. The number one is the wave. 
breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's just always consistently amazing. At the end of the trip with my family and stuff, they always say, oh, the wave was probably our favorite thing that we've had. Um, the other thing that we do get a lot is Jico, uh, but on the, the opposite end of the wave, uh, they change their menu so much that it's not always as consistent. It changes up quite a bit. Um, so I've had some of my best meals at Jico, but the wave overall is way more consistent. I would also like to plug uh, the Landry's card. Um, although not everybody shares the love of Rainforest Cafe uh, and stuff like that, as I do. I like all of them except T-Rex. I don't really like T-Rex. Uh, but that Landry's card- He has standards. That, that Landry's card really does come in handy a lot. Um, we had family stay with us about a month ago and we didn't even actually know the day that they were going to come here. So like, it wasn't like I was going to make even a dining reservation a day before. Um, they were Rainforest, all- I'm sorry. Rainforest Cafe is where you take guests you don't like to make sure they never come back again. Like you're going to be t- t- punished and taken to uh to Rainforest Cafe. That's get, what you that's what you use that for. They got some good menu items. The pastelaya, the pastelaya is great. Um but with that Landry's card, basically what you can do is it's better than a reservation that I that I found. I found that I will book a reservation for uh Rainforest Cafe or um I'm losing the other one, uh in Animal Kingdom. Oh, Yak and Yeti. Yak and Yeti. And uh, I feel I find myself waiting longer than if I just showed up without a reservation just and say I'm a Landry's member uh, because they do have a separate line for Landry's members and they do save seats for members that come up and just say, hey, I have a card. Uh, and I found those seats to be the best. seats. Yeah, like, it's, we call it the express line of crap. Um, well, they personally. do. I mean, you can use it offsite too. I guess. I mean, since we're discussing locals, I mean, there is the actual Landry Seafood Restaurant that's in the area. Um, so, I mean, th- it's not as big of a deal with you leaving uh, the parks. So, it's um, easy if you just have a day out and you're like, "Hey, we're not ready to go to the parks, or we just want seafood." You technically, I guess, could go over to Landry Seafood, that's right outside of Disney Springs. Yeah. Um. The rest of mine are all at Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that this would have been the case before they finished the transition from downtown Disney to Disney Springs. But now these restaurants are established. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are three in particular that I find myself, uh, two that I've only eaten at recently for the first time. The other one I've gone many, many times with mm-hmm. guests. Did it again a few nights ago. Um, STK. Um I've probably eaten there about seven or eight times. Two of those times we had problems. The other five or six, absolutely unbelievable how good it is. Absolutely unbelievable. Service and food. Um, Wine Bar George, now that they're doing, uh, now that they're doing, um, uh, real entrees and not just oh you don't have to do the group thing anymore no it does not it's not tapas. i mean they you can still do the tapas Mm -hmm. but now they have some real entrees and because yeah we did that and we didn't Uh, like it oh i did not like that at all go back i've I've only go back and try it again we went december 20 it was me 
me and my mom and Pete went to Disney Springs and it was December 23rd. So there was absolutely nothing available as reservations. And this was wine bar. George had just recently opened yeah. and I had heard such good things about it. And we got there and there were three menu items and all of them came in a trough, like no matter what you ordered. <laughs> right. And so they literally were like chicken steak or, or something else. And <laughs> I was like, well, oh, you know, we like steak, but we all like ours different. My mom likes well done. And then Pete and I like like medium rare or medium. And they're like, well, it all has to be the same. And I'm like, well, that's a terrible business plan because nobody, no now, group all likes is, their steak the same. They now have, they, they, they now have not only a more uh, diverse menu mm-hmm. um, with tapas and entree. Uh-huh. The, it was cause yeah, that experience was so bad. I never went back. Oh no. I yeah, never. And went back. so it just so happened. Friends were in town. Um, and that's where they had made a reservation. I was, you know, not going to be like, hell no, I'm not going there. Um, it was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. That's on my list now as well. But also, and this one surprised me more than anything, City Works, the new one that just, that opened up earlier this year. Um, poor bastards. I mean, they opened up a restaurant like January and yeah. then COVID hits. Um, but this is a sports bar. I'm amazed, you know, mm-hmm. as amazed as anybody else that that makes my list. But the food was so good. Did a review on it a few couple months ago. The food on it was so good that I was blown away. And so was the service. Um, this is now like, and it's so easy because you can do surface parking. Now they've reopened surface parking over at what used to be the west side of Disney, of Disney Springs, over by um, uh, Cirque du Soleil, and just walk right in without necessarily going through the hassle of the parking garages. Mm. Um, and it's right there. It's right, you know, where D- uh, Disney Quest used to be is where this building is. And they have a lot of outdoor seating, as does Wine Bar George, as does STK, which is one of the reasons they're popular with me right now. Um I was just blown away by how good the food was. I, I mean, I haven't been there yet, so I don't have any. I'm not judging. I just don't know. <laughs> I don't like. I was looking at him, but I was like, I don't. I'm not judging. I have no idea. I I just haven't gotten to go there yet. Um, I I think one of the biggest fun factors with it is when you go when you come on vacation every single year. As my family always did, we came down several times before I actually moved here. And not as much as most people, but we came several times. And the first time we came, we ate at different places. The places we liked, like Columbia Harbor House. We ate there our very first trip. We loved it. So every time we came back, we went to Columbia Harbor House again. Mm -hmm. And so we never tried any other quick services at the Magic Kingdom, which now that I know better was perfectly fine because that is the best quick service at the Magic Kingdom. (laughs) But um, so but I didn't know that because we didn't try anything else. But there were other locations where we uh, would come down. I know our very first time we came down at at Epcot, we got the the dining plan and we ate at uh, Tuto Italia. 
And we liked it fine. And so we're like, okay, well, we could just go back there again. Little did I know there were significantly better restaurants at Epcot than Tutto Italia. And even when I worked on our travel agency side, that was like a must-have reservation for so many people. And I was like, oh my God, there's so many better places that people just don't take the time to try because they say, oh, this is our tradition. We do this every year. We, you know, and I get it completely. It's always awesome to have have your traditional stuff you do, but there is something nice to, you know, living here and saying, Hey, you know, like for me, I like restaurant Marrakesh. It's not something a, a lot of other people like. I love that restaurant. Never, ever would have eaten there. I would have never risked a vacation day <laughs> restaurant at yeah. Epcot yeah. on restaurant Marrakesh, period. And it's not even, it could have been the best restaurant ever. You could have told me it was the best restaurant ever. I still wouldn't have wasted my spot because when I only get to come once a year, I got to make sure I'm getting to do my favorites. I want to do La Cellier. I want to do these types of things. And I never would have tried Beer Garden, which is from what I'm told is good. I don't care for that style of food, but I love the atmosphere. I actually go with people just to have drinks and they eat and I don't. But, um, I, you know, that's great with me. Il Molino is an amazing restaurant over at the Swan and Dolphin. And who even goes in the Swan and Dolphin? Like if you're not staying there <laughs> or if you're not on vacation, I'd never even been inside it. And one trip, we actually took an entire day and said, let's go look in the other Disney resorts. We didn't go in the Swan and Dolphin because it just didn't even register to go in it. But that restaurant is really, really good. And um, I think another factor, too, is getting to do certain restaurants at certain times, like Rose and Crown or um, uh, the San Angel Inn over in the Mexico Pavilion. If you go at the right times, you can see illuminations or whatever the new Epcot nighttime show is going to be if you're there at the right times or even uh, Tokyo dining. You can see it from there too. Um, whatever the nighttime show is going to be, you can do that. And since I live here, I have gone out of my way to pick a time that was available and say, Hey, you know what? Uh, Friday, they don't have it, but Thursday they do have it at the time of illuminations at that time. Um, so let's go that day and, and see it so that we can just sit right in our seat and look out and see this really cool spectacle. Whereas you wouldn't have been able to do that on vacation because Epcot day was on Friday for your trip and it wasn't available. So you're out. Right. Another thing, uh, piggybacking on Epcot. I think Tepanetto is great, especially if you have guests staying with you who have never done like a hibachi grill or anything like that before. It's just, you're all around the hibachi table, getting your food cooked in front of you together, doing the volcano and all that good stuff. Um, and I really do like Tepanetto a lot. I've had better hibachi, but not like a lot of better hibachi. So, all right. Yeah. Anything not mentioned that you wanted to bring up? I don't think so offhand. I, that's pretty much my bulk stuff. That's where I usually take people. I mean, I've tried other places for sure. And it's, uh, and even like at the beginning, we were talking about hoop de doo. There are places off site, like Medieval Times, Capone's, uh, Sluice Mystery, something. I can't think of what it's called, but, uh, you know, they do similar things. There's an Arabian Nights one and a pirate vampire one. And uh, so there, there are a lot around, but I still think that hoop de doo is the better quality of those. And it's still, the top tier of that stuff. So even if it's a situation where you've come here and you figured out, Hey, there's better, you know, 
uh, Mediterranean cuisine than the Morocco, you know, restaurant Marrakesh. It's true. There is. I just think it's worth going out and trying these new places and saying like, hey, now we have the opportunity. Let's do it. Well, that is certainly one of the benefits of being a local. Um, if you were a Disney fan who came to Orlando multiple times a year and you had your set, as Sean was talking before, you had your, your kind of your places you had to go. Yeah. Now that you live here and you have access to them, uh, you find yourself experimenting more and reaching out, branching out more and trying different things. So, all right, that is going to do it, folks, for this week's episode of our show. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next Wednesday with another edition of the Moving to Orlando show. Have a great week.